Welcome back, everybody. This is episode two of the Coach's Couch here with Shane. And just to kick it off, Shane's going to tell you about the recent events going on in Louisiana. So we got LSU baseballs coming in at number seven in the country. Uh, first game of the year, I believe, is February 18th. Men's basketball has dropped six of the last seven, which I absolutely applaud uh, Will Wade for not panicking and letting Pinson get 100% before he puts him back in the game. Ladies Tigers play Ole Miss tomorrow. Today, LSU picked up their 13th player from the transfer portal. Goes back to what I was saying, episode one. Uh, Brian Kelly said he was going to build this roster through the portal, and he continues to do that. Uh, I can't, I can't, like, I, I just can't say it enough, man. The dude knows what he's doing. He had a plan when he took the job, and I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this ride. I'm ready. Uh, the player that we picked up from the portal today is Kobe Fit with the Art Bishop Rommel. Uh, 6'1", 205 is what 24-7 has him at. He looks a lot bigger than 205. He, that dude, if you watch him, he's really fast. He can play everywhere. Uh, any linebacker position, he can play outside, he can play the middle. He can, he's fast. He can get to the edge. Uh, one of his best games in high school was against one of the best, one of the best teams in the state in St. Aug. Uh, they've, I mean, the dude's a ball, a ball player. Uh, so, Excited to see what he can do at LSU. He's been in the SEC. He's transferring out of South Carolina. Uh, so he, he knows what it's like to weight train in the SEC. He knows what it's like to to be here and to compete in the SEC. Uh, he only had one game played this year. It was against Florida, and South Carolina absolutely blew the doors off of Florida. Not saying I mean, he had one tackle that game. But – uh. Walker Howard had thumb surgery today. Uh, everything seems pretty positive. Saints interviewed Eric Bieniemy today as the uh, for the head coaching vacancy, and Pete Carmichael, longtime Saints OC, denies opportunity for the head coaching job, or at least to interview for it. So I'm, I feel pretty feel pretty confident that he'll stay because I mean. Most guys, they don't get the opportunity to become a head coach. They'll leave and go be a head coach somewhere else. So, with him denying that, I feel like he, he's comfortable where he's at. All right. So, big things coming, especially with LSU baseball. I mean, even though I'm not in Louisiana, I'm, I'm still looking forward to being able to watch some games uh on tv or if i have to stream it somewhere i'm, I'm really looking forward to it I, I think jay johnson's gonna do big big things here uh over in baton rouge bringing in um jacob barry he is he, he's an outfielder huh i saw on the preseason the the preseason that has him as, they had him as a designated hitter yeah he's he third base dh he pretty much plays uh infield corners so we'll see how that goes with Trey Morgan, and we'll see how that goes. He plays third. I can see, I can see uh, Doty being DH, but I, I would definitely. 
I definitely believe that Dodie is better on the edge. I mean, I haven't really seen much of Barry on the in the field, but other than that, he I mean he's he's gotta be in the lineup, obviously. <laughs> he's a monster. Most definitely. Touch up on that. Uh LSU had a scrimmage today. Trey Morgan two for four with two doubles. Jacob Berry one for four with a home run and two RBIs. So two run shot. Kay Beloso one for three for uh with a home run and a walk. Giacomo, one for four with a home run. But the really impressive part was, and the pitching, uh, Kale, Lansville, four innings pitched, one hit, one run, five Ks. Javen Coleman, young guy who really has to step up in order for us to be good this year, three innings pitched, one hit, zero runs given up, and three strikeouts. Grant Fontenot, two innings pitched, zero hits, five Ks. So, those three guys gave up two hits in nine innings pitched. That's all I like to see. We're, this this Bulls fan has to step up in order for us to in order for us to, to see this year. Most definitely. All right, switching gears, go from college to professional NBA. So the NBA is getting close to the trade deadline. So speculations are, are going to be flying everywhere. And a big one right now is James Harden. Um, James Harden has come out and said he is frustrated with his role, which, I mean, I guess I understand, but at the same time I don't. I mean, they're, they're wanting – they're trying to bring Kyrie back in, but I don't really understand how a part-time professional athlete happens. I mean, I've been saying it since Kyrie – started i guess standing with with his views and stuff like that i mean i don't i i've been saying like i said i've been saying this from the beginning i don't see how they could build chemistry when they're they're playing they'll play a game together go a few days don't play and Kyrie hasn't played he's only played a few a handful of games lately but i just don't see the chemistry being able to be built like they've they wanted it to um speculations are saying that the 76ers are aiming to try to trade for Harden don't see it happening but apparently they really want to pursue Harden uh, apparently the Sixers have nine teams wanting Ben Simmons Bradley Beal he said he's not leaving Washington, which I don't know why. There's nothing there. But <clears throat> Steve Nash came on today, well, came out today saying that uh, they're basically shutting down all the hardened trade. But I don't, I don't know. One like they'll come out with speculation saying, "Oh yeah, they're looking to shop him." Then the Nets organization will come out and be like, "No, it's BS. We're not doing it." Then. He's frustrated with his role. I don't know. I mean, they're they're winning games, they're losing games, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like anything's under wraps. If I'm not mistaken, Blake Grip <clears throat> Bleacher Report dropped an article talking about how Blake Griffin said that like they really need to get their shit together. Basically, like there's just it just like they're they're not in shambles, but like something is obviously going wrong there. But um, 
I guess one 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 upside in the NBA we can look at is uh, the Lakers in the next game. A thriller in, in OT that led to a Lakers dub, which is really good. Um, Braun, triple-double. I mean, man's got to do everything. Braun, 40 minutes, 29 points, 10, re- 10 assists, my fault, 13 rebounds. AD, finally. 41 points, 41 minutes, 28 points, three re- three assists, 17 rebounds. I can't read, apparently. And then Malik Monk, yeah, 17 rebounds. That's what we need in a win. Uh, Malik Monk, 39 minutes, 29 points, two assists, no rebounds. So, I mean, I, I like that. They Those three played Great. I mean, even Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson had a real good game. Now, before before I let Shane pick this piece up, <laughs> Westbrook. This man went one for ten, zero for three, three pointers, five points, six assists, and four rebounds. Now I'm gonna let Shane touch up on this one, but. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what happened to this man since he came to LA. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that I'm a LeBron fan. Uh, my favorite team is Pelicans, but I root for the Lakers because LeBron. Uh, Westbrook didn't make sense when it did it. Uh, Palenka said AD and LeBron came to him said they wanted to push for Westbrook. I don't know why. I said it from the jump when they first made the trade. I was everybody was hyped. They got another star. They got another star. They got another star. LeBron and AD are better on ball players than Russell Westbrook is. Russell Westbrook, to to counter that, they can both play off ball and still be good. Westbrook has to have the ball to be good. I don't know what Palenka was thinking. Palenka is, I mean, he's one of the most respected GMs in the league and obviously for a reason. I mean he's he's in a winning organization. I mean they are they're well respected. But Buddy Hield would have been a much better pickup. What LeBron and AD have to offer, Buddy Hield complements that, complements what they have to offer. Westbrook duplicates that. So they all play, they all three play the same game, basically. Buddy Hill spaces the floor out for obviously. The, I mean, arguably the best big man and the best all around player in the NBA. Arguably, I just Russell Westbrook is struggling. If I was the if I were the Lakers, I'm a seller at the deadline. I have to get I have to get Westbrook out of here. If you want to make a run this year, you have to get Westbrook out of LA. I respect Westbrook for the way that he's handling it, though. He's not going to social media, crying about being benched, and I completely respect that because that's what I expected from him, but I completely respect him. I just and, – and I'm not saying Westbrook's a bad ball player. He's he's a hell of a ball player, but he doesn't complement what LeBron and AD bring to the Lakers. And got to move him. You have to move him. Going back to last night's game, 
the Lakers and the Knicks, bro, bro, RJ Barrett is a ball player. Ted is a ball player. I had the Knicks stats. I had those. I had them next. Fifty minutes. This man's been in the league what three years now? Is it year three? Fifty minutes. Thirty-six points, five assists, eight rebounds. With a clutch three to send it to OT. That dude is wild. That dude was. That dude was. He was the difference maker in that game. Had he not stepped up, he was close. I'm not a big fan. Or bef- I mean, before last night, I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't really a big fan of RJ Barrett. But his performance last night was astronomical. Just insane. Mainly, mainly because I mean, you don't you don't see, especially three three four years in, you don't see fifty minutes. Nah. Hell, you don't see I, when, from, I, from anybody. When was the last time we seen even a vet do it? Like, like a star. I, I, it's rare. It's rare you see him any anybody over forty five minutes. But I mean, that I mean if if you going to. That's not something that he needs to do consistently, but I mean, I guess against like the Lakers and stuff like that. I mean, you, I guess you just gotta, you just gotta be able to sustain it and and put put the time in. All right, going to the Pro Bowl. I don't, I don't even know how to start this one off. Um, so I'm not the biggest fan of now Pro Bowl. I mean, I love watching old videos of like I'd probably say like 2012 and like from them back. I mean, my like I I was telling Shane today, one of my favorite videos to watch is. Sean Taylor coming down and destroying a punter on a fake punt on the sidelines. You don't see that stuff in a regular game, much less nowadays. You're definitely not gonna play. I'm not see it on a Pro Bowl. It was it was literally two hand touch. Like me and Shane and the guys back home play harder at the little soccer field in Jackson. Like this, it's. I mean, I understand they were saying yeah, it's the. They had they had an extra game this season. They don't want to get hurt. Do something. Somebody said they just need to go ahead and make a flag football tournament and just play like that. I mean, it'll be more athletic than what they did today. <laughs> yeah, I would much rather. I'd rather them draft the players' wives and they play flag football. I, I was thinking that today. I'm like, why don't they just adapt that from the NFL? I mean, from the NBA pick two overall captains and then just 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 draft like have fun with it right the best part about the pro ball nowadays is the skills challenge just because it's competitive i mean watching watching grown have fun just playing games like that that is the best part and competing that is the best part of the pro Bowl nowadays so my my favorite part of the pro bowl out of the entire thing was seeing uh, Trayvon and Stefan line up on opposite sides of the field. Like Stefan at corner, Trayvon at wide receiver. I'm pretty sure Trayvon 
Yeah, he had Kirk Cousins, so I mean the ball's not gonna get to him worth a damn anyway. Um No, I take that back. The whole the best play during the entire game was Mac Jones fifty something yard run then <laughs> doing the gritty in the end zone. He was like, oh, this is my time to shine, I don't care. Two hand touch don't mean nothing and just tuck off running. Now, I do think it's pretty cool that they have like the the flag football tournament for the boys and girls before the before the game. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I never understood how you got like a part of that. But I thought it was pretty cool. So, the big topic coming into this week is Super Bowl 56 this Sunday coming up. A week from today. Um, this Super Bowl contains the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Like we were talking about, I'm pretty sure we talked about this last, last, uh, last episode, 31 years and, and the Bengals are finally back. I mean, year two Joe is... Like I I don't I don't even know the words to say like this dude has impacted the sports world like just crazy um me and me and Cam we went to Disney yesterday and I had my Burrow jersey on and when I tell you just just because of the jersey like it got a reaction out of like so many people, and like they, they just seen a jersey. They see a random person, like "Hey, Joey, Joe," dude. and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, man, just it's just crazy." And I'm talking about people with Florida gear on, just it's everything. Like they're not even a fan of him. They're just like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, it's it's just crazy, man. I mean. I had one dude try and talk bullcrap, and he was like, yeah, go Bucks," And I was like, y'all suck. And then and then he, he said something, and I was like, he was like, oh, yeah, we got the Rose Bowls. Yeah, that's what he said. He goes, yeah, we got the Rose Bowls. I was like, we got natties. I'll take a national championship over a Rose Bowl. What do you mean? And he was like, we gave them to y'all. I didn't ask him who his favorite team was. I was walking in the bowling alley. I didn't care. But I was like, well, okay, you obviously have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, Bucks? I thought you were talking about the Bucks. I was talking about Rose Bowls. I was confused for a second. <laughs> yeah. So when he first said it, he was like, yeah, go Bucks. Because I was talking to this other dude because one of the guys was like, I'm I'm going I'm to leave it alone because it's Joe, but I'm going to drag you by the jersey. I was like, it doesn't matter. I mean, we, we got a natty housing winner, so I ain't tripping. And the dude was like, go Bucks. And in my mind, I'm thinking of Giannis, and I was about to get on him. I was about to, to drive his ass. Like, yeah, well, Chris Middleton, you don't win that bitch. Ah, well, hold on. We don't need to get into that conversation. But I don't know. Like, I, every chance I get, I, I wear my Burrow jersey, especially being down here in Florida. People don't like them. Which, I mean, I understand why. I understand. But uh, this, this game's going to be... It's, I feel like the Super Bowl is going to be the best one one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a hot minute. Oh, um, absolutely. Last year, it was boring. It was just it was just 
bull crap. It was boring to me. I didn't, I, I didn't like the winner. I didn't like the outcome. So it was boring to me. But yeah, we don't talk about that. Uh, year before, I mean, it was it was a good one. Uh, a comeback for the Chiefs. They won it. Year before that was the Patriots and Rams, huh? If I'm not mistaken. Had to have been. Worst Super Bowl of all time. No, that besides, what was it? Uh, 49? Bucks versus... <laughs> ah. God, I don't even want to talk. I'm, I'm, I don't even want to talk about them on this podcast. I don't know what we're doing. If anybody knows me, they know I'm a Falcons fan, and Arthur Blank should just go ahead and sell me the organization, and I would do a better job. I would put Josh Lowe as my GM, and it would do better than what we have right now. But Going back to, to Super Bowl 56, a lot of people have been trying to say that Joe's not going to be able to handle the pressure. Which, I mean, something something I've heard from people who, I mean, they watch football, but they're not as big as it and big into it as me and you. But they, like, they said that um, Joe reminds them of Drew. Of him being calm, collected, no matter if you're up in the game, losing the game, whatever, high t- high stakes, anything, pressure just doesn't it doesn't bother him. You don't see their emotion on their face, like it's it's bugging them. But they've they've got they're they're like an assassin, they're a silent killer. Like, yeah, you left just like Aaron Rodgers. Ten seconds is too much time for that man. We've seen it numerous times. It's crazy. But Joe's Joe is just like Drew, and I mean, I feel like he picked that up with Drew being his favorite player. It's just insane how in the Chiefs game they went up, or no, no, they went into halftime twenty-one ten, wasn't it? Yeah, twenty-one ten. Week seventeen, they were down twenty-one seven, and. Bengals came back and beat them by a Super Bowl in both games. I mean, beat them by a field goal in both games. And it's just it's just insane. And, I mean, if the O-line can show up, I feel like it's going to be the difference maker. If the O-line can show up, no, I don't care who it is. I, I don't believe anybody can one-on-one hold Jamar. They're going to double him. When he's not doubled, Jalen's going to be on him. Yeah, I think Jalen follows no matter what. And that's why I think T. Higgins. I'd test it. I would test it still. I, think I mean, I know it's risky as hell. What'd you say? I said, I think T. Higgins is the difference maker in this game. I, think. I don't know. He, he, was a, he was a big difference maker. He made some, some really clutch um, catches, especially in overtime. But... Uzama, I'm really hoping that he plays. That's going to be huge. I was trying to read uh, how you were talking about Silent Killer. I was trying to see when Burrow got the ball. I think there was 14 seconds left. 
when Burrow got the ball and got him in field goal range with a pass to who was that? T. Higgins. Because I know he had two back to back to T. Higgins to get him in the field goal to be able to win the game, and that first one, it was it was tight. But uh, yeah, to get back on the Super Bowl, uh, I definitely. I, I mean, this definitely touches close to home, obviously, because 2019 LSU had, I mean, two of the best players on the team were Joe and Jamar. Uh, everybody said when Jamar got drafted that the Bengals were stupid for not getting Saul from Oregon. Uh, everybody was saying that he wasn't going to, he, he, that he wasn't going to, they weren't going to be what they are now because they have to be able to protect him, which is true. And I think this game, uh, and I, like I, like I said, after the Titans game, a lot of people bet on the Titans. And I said, the Titans aren't good enough to outscore Joe Burrow. They're going to get to him. They're going to pressure him. He's still going to score points. Titans were not good enough to outscore, and everybody was betting on the Titans. And I said, "Man, I'm, y'all need to stop doubting this guy." But I'm gonna go back on my word, and obviously, I'm rooting for the Bengals. But if I had to make a prediction, I, I think the Rams take it. I, I think it's a shootout, but I think the Rams take it. I think. I mean, the Titans sacked him nine times. Zach Taylor has got to come up with a game plan for Burrow to get the ball out fast. Fast. You've got to have some type of – I mean, you you basically have got to Tom Brady this. You have got to Tom Brady it. I mean, you got to dink and dunk all the way down the field, get your points, and play defense. Let Hendrickson eat. Let your defense play ball. Uh, one thing I will say is I don't think the Bengals DBs are good enough to stop Cup and Odell. They're they're Odell is no matter no matter what anybody says, Odell is still one of the best receivers in the NFL. He, he he's been in a situation. He's been in a tough situation. I may be a little biased coming from an LSU fan, but I I just I've I really think that guy's still a top 10 to 12 receiver in the NFL. Uh, so you can't put Eli Apple on this guy. This dude will go off for four touchdowns on Eli Apple. So I will say they have a beast in Jesse Bates, who he's, he's big time. Uh, you're, he's got to have the game of his life. He's got, he's got to help. He's got to help a lot. Chidobe uh, Wuzier. He was good. He was good last year at Dallas. He's not really. He hasn't been what he was at Dallas. But uh, but he's he's at number one. So, Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton was a Hilton. Hilton was a was a good pickup from. He came from the Steelers, didn't he? Yeah, Von Bell. I mean, all all of them, man. All all of them. All the DBs are gonna do. Are gonna have to. Jesse Bates and Von Bell are going to have to lock up 
the the deep zones. Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton is he's he's been doing good, uh, especially shooting in the flats and and jumping routes there, like little dump off routes, like he did Ryan Tannehill, like that that twenty what it was twenty seconds left on the clock, or something like that when he when he picked off Ryan Tannehill uh with a little dump dump off uh pass. Yeah. Uh, like that so I feel like they're gonna they're gonna use Cam Akers a lot. Just like the Bengals, they're gonna use Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon will make a play. Whether if it's running out the backfield or a dump off pass, he's gonna make a play. And Joe I feel like Joe got more comfortable. I feel like he wasn't as comfortable against the Titans. Uh, like mobility wise, because he was running against Kansas and there and what is it? Is it Frank Clark? Or, or yeah, yeah. He he's a menace. He he's a he's 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 a fool. I mean he's he's really good. Um, and the way Joe was able to just maneuver in the pocket and and avoid the sack and 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 use his legs. That's that's going to be another big factor in the game but um you also you also got to look at I love Matt Stafford I mean I'm we we both do he was in a very terrible situation for 12 years I mean he was loyal to Detroit I mean he's Calvin Johnson Barry Sanders I mean we can go on about those two Detroit's just a, a superstar killer organization I mean but He's had a great season, he has, but he's also forced a lot of balls that are terrible. Got to look at his interception rate, and you can't do that against the Bengals. Look, Patrick Mahomes forced that ball to Tyreek Hill, and look what happened. He he forced it into double coverage. You can't give Joe an extra possession. Uh, but I think the difference is – I think the difference in the Rams and the Titans are obviously the Titans front seven is really good. They're really good. I think the Rams are just as good. I think the Rams front seven is just as good. And then, I mean, their DBs are, their DBs are better than what the Titans are. So the stuff that you've got, from Joe, like being able to make plays like that, I think a uh, few less plays will be will be there. Like, I'm not saying he can't make a play out of it because he. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah, it's it's just gonna be it's gonna be a lot harder to make those plays. I felt he's. I wouldn't say. I mean, he's he's a mobile quarterback. He can move it. He can make give you extra yards on the ground. But he also has the the football and QB mentality, or like this IQ, to be a dominant pocket passer. Like he he knows how to just stay in the pocket, stay cool, make his reads, and then deliver the damn ball. Like and I I don't know, dude. It's so it's so hard. Their defensive line on the Rams is just absurd. I mean, Aaron Donald, and I mean, if you focus on Aaron Donald, you got Von Miller. Uh, Floyd, I can't think of his first name. Floyd coming off the edge. It's yeah, 
I mean, that's it's insane. Who who's their middle? Because I got Vaughn, Vaughn Miller on the right, or no, on the left. I mean, unless they unless they shoot Von Miller and Floyd off the edge and don't have them in coverage. Yeah, they play. I don't even really want to lie to you. They play like a. I mean, you're. It's just it's weird. Like they. Uh, Troy Reader. I don't know much about their linebackers besides obviously. Uh. <laughs> Logan for the for the Bengals. I mean, on, on their behalf of their linebackers, Logan Wilson is going to have to step up, step up a lot. Uh, He's a beast in coverage, man. That kid is that kid is everywhere. Yeah, he is. That kid's everywhere. Yeah, he is. Um, Pratt. He's got to step up. I mean, I'm. I. He's been doing good. He does good clogging hole, like hitting the, the different gaps that, that when you blitz him and, sh- and stuff like that. But um, their defensive line, Sam Hubbard and 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 Hendrickson are gonna. Gotta eat. Gotta eat. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And I mean, if I know Whitworth, he's had he's had a a rough year with injuries and stuff. So I mean, I don't. I hope he stays good. I mean, him being an LSU guy, of course, we want him to stay good. But, I mean, he didn't even play last game, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't play against the Bucks, did he? Because they had uh, the backup that was that was that kept getting eight eight uh, eight up. He played. Didn't play the Bucks though. Yeah, they had a backup. Yeah. 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 He played. He got hurt against the 49ers. So, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fantastic game. I mean, definitely gonna be happy that an LSU player gets a ring. But I mean, it's also gonna suck if Joe can't get it, bro. <laughs> I need. Middleton to hit one more three, and Giannis to get one more rebound, and Giannis is out the game. They're up by, there we go, 14. I've laid on the score. They're up by 14 with five minutes left, and they can't, yeah, they can't stop them. So Giannis ain't getting back in the game. My gosh. Bruh. The Clippers. Ah, they can't stop the Clippers either. So maybe I just need Middleton to hit three. I just need him to hit a three. I need Middleton to hit this three. And then you just kind of like, give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Oh, man. And this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you make sports betting legal in Louisiana. <laughs> But it's illegal in Florida, so thank you to the governor of Florida. I don't, I don't know who you are. I don't know nothing about this state. <laughs> but, um, all right, before we go, I'm going to get your prediction. 
don't let me don't let me put a score prediction. Oh. <laughs> I've been thinking about this all day and I cannot think of anything. So I got It's hard. I mean, like, like I said, man, I've been thinking about it all day, man. I have no idea. We got 34, 30 rounds. 34, 30. Mm. Yep. What I'm going to do? I'm going to do 34, 30 uh, rounds. Okay, so, uh, jeez, I'm gonna go twenty-eight thirty-one Bengals. We've had too many field goals. Got to end the Super Bowl off of one. <laughs> That's absurd. But shooter, shooter wins the game for him. I don't know, man. I think I think the Rams score four touchdowns. I think McPherson gets three field goals. The Bengals score three touchdowns. But I think the difference maker is Matt Gay also hits two field goals with their four touchdowns. So I just, I see 34-30. Uh, it's it. it it's wild. It's just I don't know. I, I think I got. I hate to. I hate to sit here and predict that Joe is gonna lose. But I just I don't know. I mean he he's he's really good. Obviously, second year in, he's in the Super Bowl. I mean the way he's going, the way he's going. Is you've you've never seen the NFL's never seen anyone come in like this and take and take it by a storm like this. Like even even your big time your big time players that are that are winners, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like even Drew Brees. Years in is when they started winning. Tom sat, sat behind Drew. Aaron sat behind uh Bledsoe, by the way. Uh Aaron sat behind Brett. Drew struggled in San Francisco, got hurt, came to New Orleans. That's what I meant. Yeah, San Diego. My bad. And then started uh balling out in New Orleans, man. Like it's it. The NFL has never seen a guy come in and completely dominate the game like this. They said he couldn't beat the Titans. He beat them. They said he couldn't beat the Chiefs twice. He beat them. I'm saying he probably won't win the Super Bowl, and he'll probably prove me wrong. And I hope he does. I hope he does. So did you see the, the, the stat I sent the other day? 
Yesterday, actually, or two days ago. Friday. Yeah, I sent it Friday. Okay, listen to this. It says, is Joe Burrow the next Tom Brady? First playoff win, Brady beat the Raiders. Burrow, first playoff win, beat the Raiders. First Super Bowl, Brady versus the Rams. Burrow, Rams. First Super Bowl appearance, Brady, Super Bowl 36, second year for Brady, and he won. Burrow, Super Bowl 56, second year, and we don't know yet. History is rewriting itself exactly 20 years apart. 20 years ago, Brady won his first Super Bowl against the Rams after beating the Raiders in the first game of the playoffs. 20 years later, he retires and Joe's doing the exact same thing against the exact same two teams. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not superstitious, but as long as Tim the Tatman doesn't say that the Bengals are going to win, they're going to win because he's lost every prediction. So I'm going to give him a call and say, hey, say the Rams are going to win. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm going to end it there. Thank you for everybody that's listening. Thank you for everybody that's supporting us. Um, looking to really expand this. I mean, it's, it's two best friends. Just want to be able to help out when we can. Um, when when camps and everything start picking up, that's when we'll try to get athletes in and, and everything. But um, until then, we'll do our best to bring you all of the NFL news and other sports news you're looking for, our opinions on it, and just just have fun. Well, we appreciate y'all, and thank you for coming to the Coach's Couch. Yes, sir. Thank y'all.